What's up, guys? It's Casey. And although we are in the middle of the Winter Collective, you can still join us and study on demand with any of our video bundles. If you want one month access, you got it. If you want two months, you got it. If you want four months, you got it. So head over to www.studynotesaba.com under shop and look at our on-demand video bundles where you still get all 20 classes that cover the entire task list with us as your teachers. Love you. Mean it. Study Notes ABA. ABA in a little X-rated way. It's behavior, bitches. Hey guys, it's Liat and Casey, and we are here with episode 153. Casey? All right. I don't really have one, so I'm hoping to get a little bit of help from our guest and you and maybe even Alan, but today we're talking about body modification. So I was thinking body modification does not come for free. Okay. Right? One, five, three, tattoo me. Okay. All right. Or Botox or I had a lipo. dream. I had a dream last night that I, I literally got a full arm sleeve. Yes. And but the worst part was when they were done, I asked for like flowers. And I like wasn't they like kept giving me like some kind of like sleeping med so I would like that sounds not great. Pay attention. And then the whole arm was like this like goblin with like a, a Google map. And then it was like random. Where like, was the location? What do you, I don't know. But it was also like a wonton cookie. Like it was horrible. I feel like that's the kind of shit you would put on yourself. I probably would. I was like, and then they were like, it's $1,900. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> like what happened to my arm? It was bad. This is perfect for play into what we're talking about today, everyone. Yep, it is. So we use that. So... Episode 153, Modification Doesn't Come for Free, or Tattoo, tattoo me. me. All right. This is actually coming full circle, because I literally think you talk about your mm-hmm. New Hampshire <laughs> tattoo on episode one. So we're circling back. <laughs> yep. Today's behavior principles covered are ontogeny, phylogeny, function of behavior, determinism, selectionism, self-control, discriminative stimulus, S-delta, negative reinforcement, relational framing, habituation, adaptation, antecedent interventions, shaping, stimulus equivalence, negative reinforcement. Today, we're in the office and we're talking like it's a guest, but this is something that, we, that we've said it before. We've had this person on before. This person works with us every single day. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like office, office talk. talk. Jinx, you owe me a Coke, Coke. Zero. Punch buggy, no take backs. So, <laughs> okay. So you guys know Nicole. Nicole works with us. Nicole has a lot of swag. Nicole is a um, BCBA. That's the most boring part about her. Wow. She also <laughs> writes uh, <laughs> a She's lot a of professor content. of statistics. Which is the coolest part. Uh-huh. Yep. Because who likes that? She writes all of our mock exams. Mm-hmm. She loves Vera Bradley. <laughs> she loves vests. She yes. loves vests. She loves shackets with moose on them, like today, which like is very moosey. 
She's throwing it back today. She's wearing old school clog Birkenstocks. Yes. And with socks, by the way. Uh, C3PO socks. What is a C3PO? That's good. Star Wars. Oh, oh. I thought you were talking about like carbon monoxide or something. Uh, <laughs> like, are you anti that? Yeah. Don't. We're not going to talk about it. Oh, she, uh, also, something else about her. She is nervous about microwaves. She like leaves the room when a microwave is near or if a package comes in and she doesn't know where it was sent from like Leah opened one yesterday it turned out to be coffee Nicole <laughs> runs to like the other corner <laughs> past me pushes by me she didn't even see me so now you're like putting me on blast I know I was like where are you what going the hell <laughs> <laughs> so Nicole's pretty fucking badass and yep. she makes us want to be more badass hence a surprise I have for you guys today oh boy. but first but first and this actually, this review came in after an episode with Nicole. Ooh. Um, and there's a backstory I'll tell you later, but the review is from BLT0957. Bacon, lettuce, tomato. You yeah. That's what that is? Yeah, BLTs are delish. I hate tomatoes. Sneakerheads, standing here wearing off-white sneakers and just listen to your sneakerhead podcast, and I love you betches. You have an energy that you don't come across often. I want to be a part of this. The energy is contagious. Love you, girls. Let's hang. L-O-L. Such a good review, and thank you for listening in. I do not believe this person is in the field, which makes it even cooler that they listened. Yeah. Oh, they're in the field. They're me. Oh, God. <laughs> you know when I did this? I, I, when he visited. But he said he would do it. I asked that, okay, so I was helping um, Kobe's nanny. She was, like, looking to get a car, so I was trying to help her, like, sign for whatever. And so that cool guy, Keith, came to the office. Yeah, and his wife. Uh-huh, and he had, like, those, like, six sneakers on. And I was yep. like, dude, you got to listen to our podcast. And we, like, went to be friends with them, whatever. And I was like, leave he a review. He had on off-white sneakers. Yeah. 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 And so I was like, leave a review. And he was like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll listen. But, like, how many people say that? And I was like, you know what? Just give me your phone. What do I want someone to say? And I hope you guys feel bad for us. That's the point. Is that it's not <laughs> to the point that we're having to steal people's phones no. to leave reviews. So no, we had a lot. Thank you to the people that um my Instagram story. We got like a bunch of new reviews. No, I'm kidding. I have not been able to steal over a thousand phones. No. That was just that one. But it was uh-huh. I, I thought No, it was but cool. I think he actually listened to the episode and he did. He thought it was really cool that we were able to talk about mm-hmm. sneakers, but also tie it into science. And he had also been a behavior therapist. Yeah. Yeah. So, which was really and cool. he had opened his own sign right. at one point. So yeah. that was that was really cool too. And he was kind of hot. Very hot. No Old man guys, hot. this is where I'm gonna have the turn and say he reminded <laughs> me of my dad, which is weird, and I cannot get on board with that. Mm. Casey was on board. I can. <laughs> yeah, I can. Well, <laughs> I will introduce you to my dad next time he visits. No, you know? so, no I'm just kidding. Nicole, I don't want to steal your dad. I'm married. <laughs> I'm married to my rock. <laughs> okay, so what are we talking about today? We're all numbered here. By what? Married people. I I support it. All the single ladies. Look, I support it. All right. So (laughs) body modification. Mm -hmm. Yes. I I actually was super stoked when you guys uh, brought this topic to me because obviously I have a lot of body modification going on. Um, Yeah, Nicole like literally has like a face full of filler and Botox. Oh, yes. Not that kind. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you brought that up too because like when we say body modification, it really is any type of change that has happened to your appearance that's not natural, right? So that's the operational definition. That is. So yeah, let's make a solid operational definition. 
It would be anything that has changed the appearance of your body, including the changing of the shape, size, color, or texture of a body part in some way. This includes reconstructing or reshaping injured or damaged body parts, areas that, you know. So, like, me losing my fingers as body mod? Well, that was a natural loss. If you rebuild it. No, honey, according to your definition, reshaping injured or damaged body parts areas. So, your fingers were damaged. Yeah, they were damaged, so it doesn't fall into that. But if you reshape the damaged body part, then. Well, she did. You got those fingers made. No, that was. That was like a, I mean, a prosthetic. You, so like, remember how you were getting those appointments to have like fat put on your fingers? Oh, that would yes, be yes, body yes. Yeah, I was getting. They were going to take that from like another party. Or I lost MO for that because it got summer and it was hot, but I'm sure I'll be back in that office. They were right. going to like put fat on my fingertips. Not to like try to make my fingers longer, guys, but to try to give it warmth. Right. So if you were to do that, that would be reshaping an injured body part. You know. Since I've been, like, renovating my house, I learned about this thing called, like, ugly money. Like, you put money into, like, your, like, like your plumbing system is broken. That's, mm-hmm. like, ugly money. Like, it's not going to show to anyone that you've got right. to, like, do anything cool. Yeah. That'd be, like, body mod, like, ugly mm-hmm. money body mod that I'm, like, just trying to give warmth to my fingers, yeah. not actually, like, make my fingers look full again. Right. I have an ugly, ugly money body mod, too, that most people don't know about. It's my uh, ACL Whoa. and MCL. Uh, that was reconstructed by a piece of my patella tendon uh, because I had absolutely shredded it playing rugby. And um, wow, literally my bones weren't held together by anything other than like a small tangled tendon. So I actually had to have that part of my knee reconstructed with another part of my body, uh, which would classify as ugly money body mod. Yeah. So I almost had to have that done, but my fistula healed. But they were going to take something from my other body and do a flap in my butthole and make like a she's not getting i swear wait wait (laughs) would you have got your butthole nicer looking while you were at it do you think (laughs) i don't know what it looks like time out i need i do send me a picture when you have that issue (laughs) i need a definition of what's happening because i was not expecting butthole to come from this story so so um if anyone out there i'm in a big support group so i know there's someone out there also that has had a fistula and my fistula was in my asshole. It's got it from getting a fist in her asshole. No, I did not. <laughs> That's what I the name I fistula. Was like, I was like, I've heard of a fistula, but I've never, I didn't think you were going asshole. No, so no, I, I got a fistula. So basically what happened was um, I also have like irritable bowel syndrome, which I thought I had Crohn's, but I don't. I still think I do. And the doctor just is lying to me, but whatever. It's hereditary runs my family. I they don't want you knowing. Totally. Yeah. I spent $5,000 in this surgery. <laughs> they told me I don't have it. Anyways, so I developed a fistula. It was very uncomfortable. Leah would know that every morning I'd have to sit in the bathtub for hours, drain it. Uh, gross. Yuck. I know. T- TMI. But TMI. I went to the doctor and they put a drain in, a seton. Um, for education, it's just hashtag Seton, hashtag Seton sisters, <laughs> hashtag any Seton hashtag sisters colon rectal surgeon. Um, but they put it looks it's literally like a tiny elastic, and it goes into the fistula uh, in your butthole and then out, and it allows for drainage naturally. Now, the odds fifty percent of fistulas do not ever heal in your entire lifetime, and you have to have multiple Setons. Um, and then the next surgery is called like a lift. And it's a reconstruction of your butthole, which could result in having an ostomy bag, which we've done a mm. podcast about. So I was living that life for like two years. And um, one day I was like, where is it? 
it fell out, which means my body naturally healed and it pushed the seton out. So I didn't have to have any more. And I've been fistula free for, I will say, a year now. That's awesome. Mazel tov. (laughs) Cheers to that. Cheers to that for real. Cheers Um, to But no ugly money spent on body mom because it just naturally healed. So there's some things that can heal naturally. See, I thought we were just going to talk about filler all day. So this is cool. Yeah, Yeah, no, that's fine. So like, yeah, it's a big behavioral definition and it fits tons of things. But the idea is that you've done something to alter the appearance of your body. Um, but today we kind of chose like more, like we chose yeah. a few specific body mods. But now that we know that it's all these different things, yeah, um, we could go deeper into Casey's bottle, but I don't want to cause <laughs> another fistula. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, Casey does <laughs> have some, you know, outward appearing body mod. Her tattoos. She now has a piercing. Piercing. Ah, my nose piercing. Casey, like, just had a random weekend by herself. I had a mini life crisis. I think it was literally like a Saturday morning. Saturday morning, I woke up and I was like, I want to get in my ear pierced, right? I want to go to this place called Studs. And then I'm like, you know what? I don't really like, I like just having one ear. I'm good. I had that top one done. It pushed it out. My body didn't like it. Pushing everything out. (laughs) Petons, earrings. So I went and I was like, I used to have my nose pierced when I was in my 20s. I loved it. So I got my nose pierced and I love it. She's, I also love my nose piercing. I, I, I got a lot going on. I want to tell you, I also love both your nose piercings and you want one. I, why don't you get one? Okay. So everyone, you need to know that yeah. this past weekend I went to when we were young, when we were young, which was a music festival in Vegas and it was Good Charlotte, Simple Plant. Avril Lavigne. Blink-182. Blink-182. Offspring. A surprise no guest Lil Wayne. <laughs> surprise guest Lil Wayne, okay? Easy. <laughs> and I took very, like, I mean, every person at this concert, this was the best part about it, it was 50,000 people, like, got the memo about the dress code. Yeah. Okay? They heard the assignment. Yeah, like, the assignment was very Understood. clear. Like, you need to be having your Vans on, your your chucks, your, like, studded belts, and studded jacket, studded um, jacket, fishnets, fishnets, butthole open, jinkos. That lady, that yeah. girl. That I sent Casey a picture of someone's butt. It was out, and <laughs> everyone got the memo. And so I decided to like lean in hard, tattoo sleeves. Yep. I wait. Did you get a tattoo? Is that the surprise? No. So okay. Oh boy. Oh my god, I'm freaking. Oh boy. I'm glad we have this. Did you get your camera. belly button pierced? Oh, look at the sleeve. Ah! Oh, my God. Okay, okay. I can dig this. Wait. And it's color. <laughs> it's tribal into Hawaiian into like a koi fish. Listen. So that's because I kind of like did it on myself this morning. <laughs> and it like went this direction. So then I had to add another like, who's that? Mike Tyson? Like ah, over here. yes. It's very tribal. I mean, that comes from... Okay, I'm glad that we're we're diving into this because, like, the number one... Or, Wait, I so guess you, it's not the number you one. Body you body mod today, one. huh? But um, <laughs> one of the most popular body modifications is tattoos. Yep. And, I mean, I have them. Shout out to my mom who um, thought my- that I would never become a professional because I have, like, a full sleeve. See, that's what... Right. I need one. This is this is this is not your kind, but yours you looks know. like so pussycat next to mine. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. I, I like tattoos when they fade. When they're like yes. fresh, it's like I actually like the fresh. Oh, I like faded. Oh, I like fresh like this one. My front it... one still isn't fully faded. It's like a year and a half old. I love this it one's looking like fresh. Ten years old. 
No, looking fresh is weird because it doesn't look fresh and you look like you just got it done, right? You're not in the game. You're a noob. Dude, okay. So anyways, so at the concert, I had this sleeve on. I've never felt cooler. I had this like double nose ring. So cool. I was like peeking. Mm-hmm. Point is that I was peeking and I when I put the sleeve on, that's why I got another one for today's episode because it got a little ruined. And that's why you couldn't I, answer I, your phone call. You were putting on it. This is why she's so busy this morning. <laughs> and I'm like, sense. I'm having a rough morning. Can I call <laughs> you later? <laughs> I'm having a rough Exactly. So, oh, so at the concert, I'm like, we put it on. And then like after the concert, I go home, I'm like getting ready to shower. And I look at myself in the mirror naked. You and felt I'm so like, cool. I was like, is this what it feels like to feel like so badass? Like you wake up like this. And the next morning I woke up like in the hotel. Like forever. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So that's like one of the things like the function of getting tattoos. So just some easy stats out there because I love stats. Mm-hmm. Um, 32% of adults have tattoos. 32% of all adults have tattoos. It's pretty cool. 22% out of that 32 have more because than one day. It is super. So, like, trust me, I get okay, it. Okay, so for me, the function, can I tell you? Yeah, let's talk about function. It's not about, for me, it's not about, like, the look or the attention or any of that. It's literally sensory. It feels so good. Okay. When that needle goes in, I am, like, I my body vibrates. <laughs> Do you see Liat's face? She doesn't understand because no. she's never had one. I think... A common misconception is that it's super painful. Oh, and there's no. certain areas. Yes, that my ribs. I have my whole my ribs, ribs done. are done too. And that they, was like full. Uh, every reflex, even the healing, the sweating, of the ribs. yeah, oh. everything hurts. Neck hurt like crazy, but I've learned where it doesn't hurt, which is the arm. arms. Don't hurt. Um, my thigh, thigh. kind of hurt. That kind of hurt. Um, but I could handle it. What about your butt? My butt didn't hurt at all. Because there's so much fat there. That's yeah. that's where Casey has the tattoo. The yeah, think about like you have cushion. Live for your day. My stomach was really weird. I have my under ribs here, under boob. Yeah, under boob hurts. Yeah, that but also though, I will say that <laughs> even though it hurt, the attention of the tattoo guy yeah. seeing my boob, I was like, ah, check it. Out. <laughs> that is so Casey. <laughs> no, Casey like didn't even want a boob tattoo, but she's like, he's hot. I so can imagine. Let him. Yeah. So, uh, that's and you know what it is? It I says, never a failure, always a lesson. And it was right after my divorce. Oh, oh snap. Don't so you like that? That's why I did this. I was like, I'm going to do this. I love <laughs> lotus flowers. Super cute. Peonies. Oh, this, yes. I always love Mike Tyson. Huge inspo in my life. That's why I put this one right over here. Um, I can't even see the top. Um, you know, everyone koi fish, because koi fish are expensive. If you have koi fish at your house, you know you're big balling and you've kept them alive. It also shows you're a good caretaker, oh, which I am roses because um my I sent you roses for your birthday yeah and when i was like 16 i got asked to homecoming with roses from my ex um <laughs> and this one this is a compass because like always remember where you go like uh-huh. gotta find get your, your and if yeah. i learned from your mom and you that if you're jewish you was face, face east towards jerusalem exactly so that's definitely why your compass where's it is pointing pointing North. <laughs> Southwest. South- yeah, I, I love Southwest Airlines, too, because you have to choose your own seat. I cannot. I don't even actually want to put the Southwest logos, so I just, like, like put a compass. You know, that's why I love about tattoos, because you can do really deep stuff. Like, me, like, every single part of me is on here, represented in my arm. Um, I have a swallow on my arm. <laughs> that, like, you can't even tell people why. 
Yikes. No, I have to swallow because- Don't change it now, bitch. Because- when I first met you, you told me why you got it. <laughs> no, because it means the sailors, when they come home, if they saw the swallow, it meant that they were home. I thought you were going to go really dirty with this. Dude, that say- is the truth of it. <laughs> okay. You okay. said that. Don't try like classify class by yourself now. Well, that's the thing. So, so like it, that was not the reason. Anyway, <laughs> she literally told me one time, she's like, because I knew I was so good at getting swallow tattoos. <laughs> I mean, okay. So most people, oh, most God. people. Bless her soul. When they choose the tattoos that they want, they say, well, 69% of folks say they want to remember or honor someone or something. Yeah, 47% say they want to make a statement about what they believe. Maybe swallowing is what she believed at that time. And 32% <laughs> said that they have tattoos to enhance their own personal appearance. So possible functions range, including enhancing physical appearance, <laughs> expressing individuality, marking milestones, celebrating life achievements, and honoring loved ones. Um, like Danielle has a Cooper book tattooed on her. Yeah. Because I was an achievement. That's an achievement. Yeah. Yeah. So um, our common functions like attention, you want others to notice you or not notice a deformity you might have. So like I know some people like who have nipples. been in accidents Okay, so stuff. let's talk about that. Yeah. And this is something I've never shared. Um, and I haven't done it yet because I had to wait a while for it to heal. But when I was in college, I attempted suicide. And this is trigger warning. Ooh, this um, is heavy, yeah. And I cut my wrist open mm-hmm. uh, really bad. Oh, I remember you telling me this. And I had to have like 30 stitches inside, outside, like couldn't move my hand, tore tendons. Like I had to like take a semester off. Um, they made me go to counseling. It was just because I um, lied. Yeah. I mean, I lied and said that I fell on a bottle, but the yeah. way, and they found the knife and there was blood everywhere. It was in my sorority. It was so embarrassing. But, Anyways, it was. So um, I'm sorry, you're okay. But anyways, I have a really big scar here, and I have other ones from like little tiny. Like mm-hmm. I was a cutter. That is, you know, I've never really shared that on this. Ditto. Same. I've never shared. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we're gonna cry right now. Yeah. Um, it feels like an escape. It that is an function. escape. I needed to feel something harder than the pain I was feeling inside. Yeah. And it was something that I look back now, and I'm like. When I do feel that dark place, I'm like, I don't even know how I did that. But I was, it felt so good. And so I want to get a tattoo to memorialize that, like, it's finally healed enough because you don't want to tattoo over scar right, tissue. Yeah. Yep. Um, and you can still see it. And you can see all the little stitches that go in these? there. No, this big one. Yeah, but, but what are these? Other cuts. Yeah, those are just attempts. You those know? are like, those little, are this was cutting. the real one. Yep. Oh, you cut it right across this artery? Yeah. That was I know. Okay, so that's, you're okay. No, sorry. I get trigger warning. No, trigger warning. Trigger. I think you're supposed to say the trigger before. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just no. Yeah. I'm so happy you're okay. And I, no, I no. also just get so I get so weak at the yeah. Of- I mean, it was something that like I didn't mean. I don't think I was attempting to do it so deep, but the knife must have just been sharper than my other ones. And when I did it, I realized like I don't want to die. Holy right. shit! Like yeah. someone called the ambulance. Like I'm bleeding out literally. Like, and it was you know. There was a lot of shame and embarrassment because everyone knew and and a lot of people don't understand like no. when when you're coming from a dark like place you're crazy like that, I'm like no. you have so much inner turmoil and yeah. such heavy feelings inside that you want to feel something physical to kind of compete with that pain yeah like release it's it's almost like a shift in your pain 
Yeah. I'm tired of feeling pain inside. Yep. Let me feel physical pain outside. Like, I can handle physical... You know how you always say that, like, sometimes, like, physical pain is easier to handle than, like, medical pain? I still stand by that. I Before I was diagnosed with lupus Mm -hmm. and had my fingers literally freeze off, Mm -hmm. I've been in dark places before, and I said, I would rather have the worst physical pain in the entire world than any mental pain or have my brain not on my side. And... Then yeah. I got diagnosed with lupus and literally lived in, I'd probably say, one of the most physically painful scenarios of watching your fingers die on you. Mm-hmm. And I still stand strong that I'd rather – I mean, God, please, I don't ever want that happening to me again. But also, I like – so – but yeah, like – so it's like a weird DRA. Also, but I just, anyone listening, this is not a good yeah. opportunity, I think, as well. If anyone is in pain or hurting, yeah, here's two amazing – permanent product group that <laughs> we like, look, okay. look where you are now <laughs> and life brought us together i know i think yeah. that there's so much yeah. that nicole and i have in common um from trauma <laughs> and when we talk we're like you too yeah. Wait, you but, too oh, I, I will also say that you know casey and i um have come a long way mm-hmm. and i love we, seeing it yeah yeah you know, we're medicated. We talk to people. Yep. Um, we know our triggers and um, we've we've come a long way and gotten the help that we need at, to be successful. Totally. So if you're in a dark place, still right now, getting help. Here I am. Like, therapy. yeah, we're still we're still figuring it out. We're still using our resources. And uh, I want to encourage you all to um, just be in touch with the people around you. Seek help. Yeah. Um, do not be ashamed absolutely to get that help mm-hmm. um if you need it getting help is cool yeah anyway so but and tattoos <laughs> yeah tattoos are so that's what i want to do i know you're alternative. alternative i want to yeah. plan something cool for this arm i love it yeah, i love okay. it love it love it but i would say that falls more into like an escape function right? totally because um you want to escape the people and the feelings and the places that you're around Mm -hmm. um and especially on the on the feeling side heavy on the feeling side um i hear so many people like jokingly say like um i i need a tattoo piercing or to dye my hair right or (laughs) just because like to survive this mental health crisis i'm going through you know like Uh oh every time i go through something i do some body modification it's like escape so this is a this is a dra this is a more appropriate alternative getting your nose pierced right nose pierced cutting because like you felt something that day right and like i'm saying cutting was and and imagine like but it's not as appropriate yeah I've been in dark places since I've been here. Like I could have many times gone back to that same replacement behavior, which is harmful. Mm-hmm. And so a tattoo or a piercing is that kind of like that pain that replaces the feeling of the internal pain. Dude, just exactly. ask me. I'll punch you in the face. <laughs> I got your back. I think that's also why I also I do like, a lot of arm sports. twisting. I do a lot of sensory. Like I love an Indian sunburn. Like Ouch. if someone takes my arm, I'm like. <gasps> I want an Indian sunburn. Ah, I'll give you one. I just asked. <laughs> uh, no, I was I was yeah. sick of that shit in third grade. <laughs> I think that's why I went for the harder sports. Like, I'll yeah. eat an elbow. Like, playing rugby, you have no gear. Oh, basketball? I was the, like, the rough. Oh, yeah. I got in, like, fights. I got kicked off teams. I would be, like, pulling hair. Just, that is so heavy <laughs> on, like, you ratchet chicks. Yeah, you ratchet, ratchet me sheltered sheltered chick oh my god <laughs> you guys should hear our actual office talk like yesterday <laughs> this is but kind of it no, this yeah. is it yeah but i mean like outside people looking in you would think like 
oh my gosh, she's doing that for attention. But like, no, no. she's doing that to escape her inner feelings. And yeah. that's why like behavior is so complex and you really have to get at the core of the correct function and of behavior. So that's why like I think about our clients all the time is that, hey, you might eating a bone. The mic. She's eating a bone. Okay. <laughs> um, sorry, Mabel's here, guys. My new pup. She's like my I was also emotional, body mod. emotional support animal. <laughs> um, like many things I do that I'm like, wow, that's probably why they're, you know, we call it stimming or whatever. Mm-hmm. Feels so good. So like I'll twist my ring really hard. And I do that a lot. I will do things like rocking or, you know, drinking a lot of water like that or going to the bathroom a lot. They're like almost escape maintain behaviors. Even in therapy, like I was. Do you go to the bathroom mid-session? No, no. I didn't go to the bathroom, but I drink a ton of water. Like, and I realized I was counting the like, IRT between my water because I could see Tula's clock. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, oh, my God, I've probably taken a sip every 30 seconds. Yeah. I slow and down. it's almost yeah. like it pauses me to have listening because like Tilla said I was like I just don't have any energy to give she's like oh you have a lot of energy Casey (laughs) I'm like do I she's like yeah so anyways yeah so we all have this and so I think of our clients and I think of what makes them feel good that might look weird or different Mm -hmm. to us and not stopping them from doing those things allowing them to you know we think oh no don't don't um like wave your hands don't flap your hands right not appropriate like uh, let them do what they need to do if that's calming them i'm glad we're moving more towards uh acceptance of those types of things same um because it used to be like target those things heavily but i know now in the field and i regret there's more movement towards that like i had a client loved like the flapping and jumping Mm -hmm. in public and I would always say to him, and I, like, regret it now. Like, when we go into, like, a Walmart or, like, put your hands in your pocket. Put your hands in your pocket. And I'm like, oh. Like, I'm literally... For- here, ha- here I am, Indian sunburning myself. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Or, like, hands on the cart. Like, I'd make him, like, yeah. do an incompatible behavior. Like, you're going to push the cart so you don't engage in those behaviors. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, oh, I never want to be that therapist again. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, we're all going to make hiccups and mistakes. But I think it's recognizing, like, mm-hmm. shit, I shouldn't have done that. I feel so terrible for doing that. Moving forward, yeah, I'm going to hold myself accountable and do better. And um, teach others, and, like. And teach others that, that that's okay, yeah. right? Can I circle back to the tattoos? Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. And the, and the pod. I hate to pull a Casey. <laughs> and bring us back <laughs> on to, topic. <laughs> uh, but something interesting also that you had written about here is, yeah. you know, we talk about selectionism and ontogeny versus phylogeny mm-hmm. and i thought that was really interesting because a lot of ontogeny we know things that are learned yeah so like in my family growing up in a jewish family mm-hmm. like a religious observant family yep. like there is not a tattoo in sight right like anyone like in fact i was laughing with my friend the other day i was like imagine like i went with this sleeve as a tattoo because we both like grew up in a religious household and my fake sleeve mm-hmm. I'm like, imagine I went to like a synagogue event. Like everyone would be like, no, it's nice. And then after they'd be like, what did she do? Yeah, you know? Exactly. Um, and so like to me is like foreign mm-hmm. seeing that. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and but like if you grow up and you like you know, like you have a family that you saw, like, oh yeah, everyone got tattoos to memorialize different things. Like yeah. tattoos were cool. It was artsy. Like it was this. Yeah, my mom and dad both had tattoos of me and my sister on their bodies. Like my name, like my mom had the world and then my name over it and Caitlin's name under it. My dad had like some kind of 
wings with our names in it. Like, yeah. Definitely. My dad um, had a heart tattoo on his right arm with my name in cursive in the middle. Uh, and then he had this like jaguar or panther on his leg. Um, but it was only those two. But I feel like ontogeny for me was like seeing those two and knowing that that was okay. Yeah. So that I could then go and get tattoos myself. I just, I now have significantly more tattoos than he does. Mm-hmm. Um, he has gotten more, but like, not he doesn't have a full sleeve or anything like that so i think in my family i know i think in my family i think um one of my cousins has a full sleeve but people have like small ones like Mm -hmm. small things so it it is interesting but like um from a phylogeny perspective right and that's talking about like survival of the fittest um that darwinism stuff right things that help Um, people survive yeah I think the most interesting thing that happens when you get tattoos, and this is like a hot topic debate of like, so there's a statistics, right? Um, 38% of women have at least one tattoo compared to 27% of males, right? So only 27% of males have at least one tattoo. 38% of women have at least one tattoo, which means that we have more, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But from a phylogeny perspective, like some males don't want to mate with a woman who has tattoos right and it could be back to their own um ontogeny of like what they grew up in maybe they're religious maybe they feel like their wife shouldn't have or they feel like it could like affect the health of their right like if they're like disturbing their physical body in some sense i was watching um the newest uh desperate housewives okay and I can't remember her name. Anyways, there was like a clip of like coming soon and she has five tattoos and her husband didn't even know. Like he thought she had two. Mm-hmm. And when they were sitting there in this interview, she's like, no, I have five. And she was showing him and she's like, A, like he's clearly not looking at my body anymore because you would know. And then he was like, no, no more tattoos. And she was like, it's not your choice. Right. It's not your And body. he's like, no, I don't like, I did not like mm-hmm. them. And she's like, you didn't even know how many I had to begin with. But again, the husband was like, he did not like them. He did yeah. not want more. And she was saying. But that would be like opera wise, no? Yeah. Totally. It way. could be. But I think. But like dating back. Because a lot of it does go to reproduction. Right. Right. And that's it's what like I was getting. This like person putting poison, yeah. poison in their body, like which is, might affect their like reproduction ability. Oh, is that why I can't have kids? No way, dude. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Tattoos. No, it's Matt's sperm. It's fine. <laughs> Hashtag not my problem. Not my fault. <laughs> not my problem. Not my fault. Did I do that? But I like where you were going with like the control because with body modification, there is a free will versus self-control mm-hmm. um, component. So like when we talk about free will, it's the general idea that humans have their own ability to engage in their own choices, determine their own fate, right? Like, yes. Every time I got a tattoo, it was definitely my choice. Nobody coerced me into it. Nobody forced me to do it. It was it was what I wanted to do, right? Um, and that leads to, like, when it comes to, like, body mod, there's a perceived loss of control that occurs, which then has that person seek control and make that controlling choice. Mm. So um, during, like, a mental health breakdown where things seem like chaos and out of control and you can't control everything, that's when you want to make that controlled yes. choice of getting the bangs, dyeing your hair, getting a mm-hmm. tattoo, getting a piercing, 
there's just too much that you can't control in that moment. So you make a choice that you can control. Yeah. It's really interesting. Um, also, I could add in something here. Sure, go for we it. talk about ontology and phylogeny. I could talk about also cultural selectionism, mm-hmm. um, which I watch a lot of like random um, documentaries on YouTube and stuff. And I love watching about these like forgotten tribes. And the one tribe, ugh, I wish I had the name right now, but basically what they do is like they stick a big like gauge in, in their, their bottom yeah, lip. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of the forgotten tribes in Africa somewhere. I want a tattoo there. I'm glad you talked about gauges because I also have gauges. Uh-huh. I, I I don't know. Honestly, I've tried to like look at my own function of behavior, but that is also body modification. Yeah, but you also like like, I think you like individualization as well. Yes. So, but really like it was a sign that like, first of all, you could also use these different body modifications either so like culturally like you fit into our tribe you have Mm -hmm. like you've done you've done the work you've been pledged into our tribe whatever it is yeah like you fit in with us you're part of the or if you're in a gang potentially and it's like we all have the matching or like Samoans exactly tattoos Mm -hmm. exactly big milestones in their lives it's cultural um even some of their women have like special face tattoos that they choose and they have like a big ceremony and they they well they do it old school though like the ding, ding, scarring ding, ding. yeah it's uh, not scarring but like with a single what about like those frats in university who like Ooh, branding yikes i mean it's the same cultural like you it's fit like, in with us exactly like if you watch yellowstone you get that brand you're in and you're untouchable but, um, but with that but they were also using it i noticed as like an SDS Delta, like to discriminate. It's like you're married. Yeah. You now have the sh- or the stretch neck potentially, mm-hmm. or like you know until you could stretch your neck out. Mm-hmm. That's a different tribe that I watched about. Yes, but they do. They add rings to stretch the neck. So I've never told any of you guys this. Oh, either. I'm ready. You stretched your neck. <laughs> no, no, I'm I getting, like a, I'm getting a branding. neck. <laughs> no, maybe. Um, Matt and I, when we first got married, we tattooed our wedding bands on our hand. Have you always had that? Mm-hmm. I've never seen that. I know. He has a big one. Like you a, keep it hidden? I mean, I just like wearing my ring, but we got it so that like we'd always have it. And he has like, you. his is like very clear. I mean, oh, it's like a big gee. band. I got like this very tiny line, but I've had it since we got married. So you guys know me and attachment, right? Yeah. It's like a whole thing. Same. <laughs> um, I'm obsessed with marriage. I really wanted to get mm-hmm. that and then a j for my husband's initial Mm -hmm. and he was just hands down like no nicole that is too much it's unhealthy but i want it so bad he's like secure attachment matt and i are both like anxious (laughs) i know me too no i know like like, i love i I love the feeling of just like matt's never had a tattoo uh ever and that's so big and so it was big and he well he always we only never got him a ring he would wear like these like rubber things because he works with his hands and um Wait, you've always had that on? I've always had it. Dude, I love it. Super jealous. It's just one single little line. I mean, I do wow. have free will. I know. Right? You can do it I on your own. I can still go and do it. But I, I wear my ring because I love my ring. So, yeah. um, but if I ever take my ring off, which I can't get it off because my fingers are too fat. Um, if I did, <laughs> oh, um, I would have still this reminder that like, and it's not something that I would ever even want to get rid of if Matt and I didn't work out. It's like that. Like, Does it go all the way around? No, they won't go all the way around because this part. Yeah, this here. part fades. So, oh. no, it's just like a very simple line. 
I love it. Yeah. Wow. That hurt? <laughs> no. I mean, hurt feels good to me, so. Well, I feel like this goes back to another yeah. really good topic, impulsivity versus self-control. <laughs> totally. Right? Like, <laughs> choosing the more immediate <laughs> reinforcer rather oh. than the larger delayed reinforcer. Mm-hmm. If you choose the more immediate reinforcer, that would be impulsivity. If you choose the larger delayed reinforcer, that would be self-control. Um, yeah. Or, getting, or it could be the larger reinforcer, like the beautiful photo later on, even though you're in pain immediately. Yeah. If you don't like... Or just, just like a it, successful marriage rather than a tattoo. Did you, you, know? you never knew that. No. That was like a big... That like really is like, we got to work all our shit out. <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> I love it Like too. I would make that impulsive choice of getting that tattoo rather than seeing the delayed reinforcer yeah. of being together for 50 years. Yeah. Like obviously that's beautiful, but like... For me, in the moment, I need that reinforcement. Well, I just now. think personally, there's nothing that, because, like, I never, like, there's nothing I could think of enough that you'd want, I'd want tattoo. Body. Right. Kobe. I love him, but no, he's, he's going to pee on my rug. Mm-mm. I feel it. But I'm you know, excited. I think it goes back to personal MOs, right? Because, like, Casey and I have a history of being abandoned. Uh, so you want things that are like permanent, like super, super big trauma with our moms. Um, so like we've been left, we've been abandoned. Um, we have a greater motivation of having that security and that more immediate reinforcer because like it means so much more to us. That reinforcer is way more valuable to us than it is to you. Um, so I think those, those, those motivating, different, the, the functions yeah. are like the MOs are, the MOs are huge. Um, but we've talked about tattoos quite a bit. Let's move on to, let's move piercings. on to piercings because that's something that you do have. You have pierced ears. I actually, and I've had multiple piercings in my ears. See? Actually before the concert, I like was like sticking in my like second, tried getting Did in my third hole. No, it went in, but also like you shouldn't be re-piercing with like an old, like credit no. earring. No. Like you should use a needle. See, you know, I'm like, I had my belly button done. That was, oh like, yeah, I, that was cultural selectionism. I had to fit in with the cool girls. So. I got my, I got my belly button done, and that's not a functional piercing at all. Um, it was definitely pop culture, and it could have gone with like some framing. When we talk about like relational frame theory, some framing of like what it was to be um, popular, what it was like to have some celebrity influence, what it was like to be cool or sexy, hanging like, out of your Hollister top. I know, but think about how unfunctional that piercing is. Because, like, now that I've had a kid, I don't know about yours, but like my belly shows. button piercing looks ugly, especially after like stretching out my stomach and carrying my child. Like where that hole is, is just like a line. I don't know. Yeah, it looks it really ugly. I've tried to put a piercing back in it. I even had the little plastic piece in when I was pregnant with Lorelai, and it just like oh, it stayed open. It stayed open. It's still open. It just looks hideous. It's it's not sexy. Anymore. Also, like when you, when you grow up and you're you're like don't have washboard abs anymore. It's not the same. It's like I mean, even still, it just like know. it it has stretched out. Like I still have some abs there, but like just the belly button piercing brand. itself is just like not. It just doesn't look the same. I have my tongue sure. pierced. Interesting. What and I had my lips pierced. I that. My eyebrow pierced. The tongue? Yeah. Definitely attention. See? Very you get clear. like vibrating tongue rings, you for sure would have. No. Oh my lord. 
I that is so like a you thing. Maybe, maybe I have you to should get that with written the X-rated mock. <laughs> so <laughs> that was like, you would like talk about those. No, I never had that. But it was definitely like I was in high school. And- oh, were you like one of those girls who like chewed it all the time with their teeth in the front? Yes. Yeah. And I always pull it out like. <laughs> I'm sure everybody. I think sometimes like piercings are functional where like, especially in some culture, like my my well now they're gauges but but my first hole was pierced when i was three months old my dad was single dadding and you know just went for it and i I think back then yeah back then it was differentiating between girls or or females and males Mm -hmm. right the little baby girls would have their ears pierced and the males wouldn't um and that was a thing for a while but then over time those sds and s deltas got like blurred because I know my cousins who are like younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, my aunt got his ears pierced at a very young age, and it was both, just like a like a girl, but he's a boy. So like, yeah. Um, over time, it's I changed. think yeah, those SDs and L- S deltas have gotten Kobe's really blurry. No, I pierced Lorelai's ears, yeah. but there's like there's a lot of debate about that too, right? Free will versus can they make can they have can they make that choice themselves? Yeah. I mean, the only body mod I got him was circumcised. Ow. I mean, like yes. more like that's a functional that body is. mod. Yeah, he didn't have the choice. Maybe he wanted the little. Oh no! But if he wanted to culturally fit into the tribe, yeah, that is true. Jewish. Like you want to be in the tribe. Wanna you want to fit in? in? Yeah. Just fit in or get out? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Clean it well. Clean it well. There are some piercings that also have um, some negative reinforcement components, um, and. Oh, so. I know the tragus. Yes, uh, oh, for my, I had that yeah. done. Yeah, apparently that alleviates migraines. Oh, I no. had that do done. You, do you feel no. like it made it better? No, I feel like I got in trouble like right after doing it, and I like literally had to have like a medic take it out. What? Because I got in trouble for doing it on like a teen trip. Like literally, oh. I was like so proud that I went through the crunch and everything, and then it was like, you're not allowed to do that on the trip. We're gonna have to take it out. I was like, come on. Everyone goes to Israel when they're younger and, like, gets a piercing because, like, you don't have to be mm-hmm. 18 or whatever. So, so, so you had someone do it that wasn't trained? No, I went to a piercing shop there. Like, oh, I'm saying okay. you need to be 18. But then, like, the trip had, like, a medic. They had rules that, like, yeah. after and they, like, took it out. And I was like, come on, it's already done. Like, <laughs> and so it wasn't long enough. But well, then I got it redone. It. I got it redone. This is Liat. So she likes to beg for forgiveness instead of ask for permission. That's, yeah. And solid. it was, like, some, like, little bitch counselor out on the trip who like heard and like told me about it and i was like i thought we were friends miriam Ooh, miriam, oh, miriam. put her out there mm-hmm. um so yeah like sometimes uh engaging in that behavior will relieve you from a feeling now i want to get into like this framing thing yeah because only when i'm scrolling tiktok <laughs> and i see lip fillers on people there's social i am like boop 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 like i want it on tiktok or on me (laughs) f-a um anyone i like i when i look in the mirror like i don't want them but if i see someone that has it i'm like i want to fit in it's cool they look sexy their lips are full i want that casey wants whatever literally so for those of you guys who don't know, I have scleroderma, which is a condition of tightening of the skin. So, like, your mouth is essentially, like, always getting smaller. And so, like, they they actually have things, which are for functional purposes, of uh, putting filler in your lips to, like, keep them, uh, like, I guess, stretched out to have something filling it in so that they don't tighten so much. Because you want to be able to, like, always, like, open your mouth fully and 
whether it's like for a dental procedure or whatever. Or eating. Eating. Yeah. So I like get it done. Where I'm like, I go to this like sclerderm, a specialist dermatologist. And Casey before this, by the way, she had got fillers before and like had like a nightmare story and like looked like she legit got like. Oh my God. It was like bumpy. Like labia lips on her face. <laughs> uh. She had to get them taken out. She's oh, like, I, I will never do that again. I had to have them dissolved. They were so bad. And, and you had like, like those bumps in it. Bumps everywhere. I was like, I, the, the, the. it was so bad. And they hurt. She's like, I will never do that again. She was in like agony. Then I go get this from like the dermatologist. She's like, you could do this, like keep this face. You could see this is like literally three vials. I still like don't even have a lip in place. Um, so obviously the skin is tightening, but hopefully we could keep some space in there. But Casey, like, here's that I do it. Sure yeah, enough. I saw that you did it too. I mean, your lips looked big. They did? Yes. And I was like, they don't even look good. <laughs> yeah. She's like, why'd you do that? It looks like you do not need to do anymore. The next thing. I went and got it. Case comes in. And I lied too. I was like, no, I go, they only put the leftover stuff that they didn't use in my forehead. And you're like, they don't Botox your lips, bitch. You go, bullshit, you got a full vial. And I'm like, in my head, like, yeah. And then Casey, by the way, when she lies, she leans in harder on the lie. <laughs> like in class last night, what was the point of that lie? Which one? You're like, there was, which there one? was all the writing the on the uh, bottom of. It was like your handwriting to a T, like curled and like. And I'm like, oh, I think I don't remember writing that. And you're like, no, you wrote it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> like I'm telling you, it's not my handwriting. Like I don't remember my use like that. It's you. And she's like, uh, 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 uh. I'm like, <laughs> like it was like a dumb lie. Like <laughs> it wasn't. But in that moment, you thought I you were believe... getting called out. You also no, thought you were getting called no. out. No, I believe that you wrote it. Like until oh, no, I man. looked further, and I was like, I had to erase like the good notes, and I'm like. It's different than the other. But in that moment, I'm like, why would I have added that in? I don't do good notes. So I really believed for a few minutes when I was saying that, that you wrote it. Okay, guys, it was a stupid fight. (laughs) (laughs) You too. (laughs) Guys, I also like my fan isn't working. So I'm going to fan myself with my finger. (laughs) Don't worry, we're almost there. So yeah, this brings us just the fillers, Botox, um, Botox. I'm a big fan of Botox. I am too. Sorry, guys. But I like, stick to my nose. Lift your forehead. I mean, you have perfect skin. Yeah, dude. She literally looks like Alicia Keys. Like when I raise my forehead, even with literally 50 units, I'm already back to having. Do you wear sunscreen? Yes, every day. Casey. Uh, yeah, I totally do. Leaning into the lie. <laughs> so <laughs> no, like I, twice a day too. I, I so wear like, like tanning oil. Uh, when. What happens? Something happens, and I went to the doctor, and the doctor was like, "Yeah, for this scar, put on some sunscreens, packed with vitamin E, it reduces scarring." I was like, "Yes," adding this to my skincare routine every day. Um, and so I wear sunscreen. You're very well governed. Yeah, sunscreen morning and night reduces scarring, keeps my skin fresh, um, and I'm an all year round sunscreen wearer. So that I'm also like petrified of getting something and dying. So you also said I don't, don't crack, want I don't a mix. I don't want <laughs> skin cancer. So that's another thing, right? Like protect me from the sun. Antecedent intervention. Exactly. Um. So yeah, sunscreen every day. See, like, and that's funny because like I'm such a rule follower, but when it comes to like sun, my whole life I'm getting better now. But baby oil, I'm gonna be sun. tan. I want to be tan. Tan to me. Why do I equate tan is sexy? 
Well, because that goes everyone back to does framing. look, but that no, but not only that. Well, it also saying, is a health perspective. If you like, can't tone it, tan it, <laughs> right? And <laughs> it, I think it also does go back to a little bit of phylogenetic selectionism as well. Yeah, because, yeah. Like I'll tell you times that like I'm in not a healthy place with like my lupus, larderma, whatever it is. I'm looking like pale as shit. My lips are blue, white, whatever it is. So it's like sometimes like I'm always like fake it till you make it. Like I'll I. Everyone at the office, I have a spray tan machine. It's one of the benefits of working for Snava. You get free tans whenever you want, or you get to freely give them out. Like, hey, Nicole. I do give them out, which is so funny because, like, I don't know. I, I was very new to the tanning world, obviously. I think it's, like, a sign of help, though. Yeah. Tanning. I'm half black and half white, so, like, I, I naturally tan, and in the, the winter, I get a little pale. Um, but it it is a thing, like, having a tan, having color um melatonin yeah not melatonin that's for sleep i mean mel- melanin. <laughs> melanin 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 <laughs> yes we all have melanin uh the amount of melanin varies but it is a thing to look a certain way but I also think- like i grew up with my mom who was like a super tanner right yeah like, can you bed tanning bed she worked like outside at, she worked at a tanning so like a tanning salon when i was like probably 11 and I always go into the tanning booth because she take us to work sometimes. At eleven? Oh yeah. Oh my case is not healthy. I know. You need to talk about that in therapy too. <laughs> but so like I grew up seeing that and like she'd lay out in her lawn chair in the backyard yeah, in the hot see, sun yeah. with baby oil. And it's like I-, I mean, I used to like lay out with baby oil back when. Did you? Like you put it on like your leg. Mom's like, you not put it on your face. You put your sunscreen on your face. But if you put it on your leg, blah blah blah. I mean, as a kid, like, yeah, you just want to get tanned. Such like a weird cultural thing. Like, how dare I go on vacation and come back whiter? Which I do because I could only with lupus you can't be in the sun. Oh, that was so I weird. spray tan yeah. before any vacation now. Yeah, and then I come back like way whiter than I went. That's a stimulus equivalent: spray tan versus actual tan. If you do it well, yeah, if you do it well, you're you're really good at spray tanning. Martha, she could hear us downstairs. She <laughs> made me look like I like. <laughs> Went like coal mining. <laughs> well, you know, I'm yeah, yeah. like, I did it so I don't have to do it again. I'm always down to learn a <laughs> new Write yourself skill. Out. So like, <laughs> if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it well. I feel like I should actually ask the automobile painting shop next door to start spraying me. They probably like slay <laughs> and like put me like I curves in the right hands and the they actually the are very good. Contour. So they might like they like Matt spray cars next up. to the business next door. I know when I told Matt that I got spray tanned at the office, like they saw your boobs. I'm like, yes. Like, she, he's like, you saw Leoth's boobs? I'm like, I've seen her boobs like, 4,000 times. We've seen everything. Uh, but they're funny because I, I follow this other, they're called Cat and Nat. I don't know if you ever watched them. No. They're these two best friends. They like remind, they're from Canada. They, I've gone to their show live. Like they do a full stand up. It's hilarious. And they just posted something like what type of friends they are. And like, we actually have never seen each other naked. And it Whoa. made me, I was like, are they even friends? I know. I'm like, what? Like, what do you do Cat when you're like, getting Nat's ready? Friends. It's continually odd. <laughs> but their names rhyme, so we have to like figure it out. Kissy. <laughs> I was trying to make it rhyme in the spot. But okay, I think we covered a lot of we did. I think the today was really good. This is like I just want to touch on plastic surgery a little bit. Oh shit, yeah. Okay. Cause different functions of plastic surgery, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think it all goes back to framing and like celebrity influence and like models and like what's hot, what's not. Um, but there are some, again, negative reinforcement plastic surgeries like rhinoplasties help you breathe better. If that's Breast why you're reduction. Right. If that's why you're getting it. Right. 
But then there's also like the idea of looking younger and healthy. So going back to what you said about like selectionism, getting a getting a mate, phylogeny, survival of the fittest. There's like this idea of like when you think of youth, yeah. you think like fun, sexy, boobs. What you looked like when you were boobing above your belly button. Yeah, that elasticity. Yeah, the other day when I was getting spray tan, and you were like, "You have to lift your boobs." I'm like. Uh, I'm getting old. Welcome to the club, bro. <laughs> I mean, I don't have kids, so I'm like, this no. would be perfect. The consequences <laughs> from that stuff, though, you get, like, improved self-confidence. Yeah. There's, like, something in that that just, like, makes you feel hot. Mm-hmm. Like, I am young again. And you feel a little bit in control. Like, if there's something that you were, like, yeah. always insecure about. Yeah. It's so interesting because, like. But genetics don't lie. I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. You'll pass that on to someone else. That beak will be back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know like a like a few families that like the mom had it, the grandmother, the because when you think about it, like when you get plastic surgery, that mm-hmm. doesn't change the genetic. No, of component. course not. So like, like when Kobe was born without ten, when job, Kobe was born without ten it. fingers, I was like, yes, yeah, we're back, baby, we're <laughs> back in the game. Okay, I beat that selectionism. <laughs> oh my god! No, literally, I promise you, when he was born, especially being born at thirty-one weeks, I was like, the first thing I did when I saw him, I like counted all. Do his you fingers. have all your fingers and toes? I was like, I was like, oh, we're back, you're... we're back on board, baby. <laughs> okay. No, but like when mom has when mom has the nose job and then the daughter has the nose job, like. You're gonna have to keep having the nose job because until one day you're like genetics. Genetics are gonna say that that's your nose. That's the nose that you're passing on. Yep. You know, interesting because even just looking, think of genetics. Like, so mom, dad, right? So my dad's side of the family looks a certain way. My mom's side looks a certain way, and my sister totally looks like my mom's side, and I look like my dad's side. Every part of our body. My butt, like I have are a big butt. Sure? My sister has a flat butt. Oh, you um, that. What? You have the same dad. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't mean to say, are, are you sure? sure? <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, I am 100%. I thought you were going to say we look totally different. And I was <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, honestly, based on what you've been telling me lately, like, are we sure about anything? Like, no, I'm sure. Is your name truly Casey? <laughs> oh, no. um, but we look like she has the Ramsell jeans. I have the McDaniel jeans. <laughs> I have like the rounder face, the cheek, like higher, like when I smile, like we just look very different. She has a different nose than I do. Um, I don't know, just genetics are interesting. Yeah, totally. I just want to end with like, what is beauty? Because body modification just like changes the way you appear mm-hmm. on the outside. Um, it changes like how you identify yourself. For me, for sure, I like to be unique. I like to be different. Um, I like to be hot, right? So like, <laughs> for me beauty isn't defined by social media or the model i'll tell you the one that. thing that i think that beauty could be across the board and What's i'll up? tell you what that is and i think and obviously you guys tell me if it's i guess it still is subjective but to me there's nothing hotter than confidence yes so like legit like even it. if like you have the saggiest balls like walk around with confidence like i'll believe they're meant to be like that like like literally i'm telling you they're I, gold. no and it's a huge lesson because when i lost my fingers at first and they were like in bandages i told everyone like the person checking me out at the grocery store like yeah because i thought they're like all looking like i'm be like oh yeah i was like a tour but the doctors made a mistake blah 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 like this person like working out like <laughs> and they're like, Brokers, they like give a shit or like <laughs> see like what was happening when i'm like using apple pay with my phone against the thing like no fingers involved and 
then at a certain point, I realized, like, dude, I either make these badass about me or I make it, like, poor girl. Like and it's victim, like, yeah. that's what, like, like, I do think across the board, whether people realize it or not. Like, so if it's something you need that's going to help you have that confidence, confidence, do it. Yeah. If it's, like, if it's for, remember, like, doing it for you, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that, honestly, confidence is sexy. Like, no matter who you are. I mean, I will tell it. you, like, I'm married, but now I'm in Texas and my husband's in New Hampshire and I don't know the last time I've been hit on, right? Like, it's like oh, a- no one hits on me. So I was walking into my building yesterday Dude, and this I love sexy, when somebody hits on this me. sexy man got out of his car. Sexy black man, you guys know I love a sexy black man. <laughs> Even I'm married to like the whitest ginger ever. Literally the opposite of melatonin. <laughs> um, melatonin. I'm kidding. Melatonin. I'm kidding. Yep. I obviously I know. I called her out on <laughs> but it. But he got out of his car and no joke was like, like did this like whistle and I was like, oh, we must Cat be, call. he must be doing it to someone else. And I look back and he's smiling and he's like, and I was like, <laughs> and I didn't have Mabel with me, so it definitely wasn't her. Casey, that confidence. I'm telling you, little things like that. Like, oh yeah, and being married, like as secure it is, as it is, yeah. and as like it gets safe routine. as it is. I love when somebody still hits on me. Yeah, because I like still you got know it. what, I still got it. Yes, I, I'm yes, still swaggy. Uh huh. That's what I'm saying though. That I'm talking about the internal confidence that you like that you have. That like you know, I mean, you and own someone it. else. Like yeah, yeah, like. But it helps with a little bit of like we always recruit reinforcement. It helps when you have a little bit of yeah, totally outside. And I leave a five star review. Love you, mean it. (laughs) Yeah, leave an effing five star review. (laughs) Sorry, Millie. Yep. And then I'm like this. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh (laughs) I think it makes people want you more. (laughs) It does. I had a guy tell me one time. It's like an SD for hitting on someone. Going out, he was like, Uh he pointed to his, which didn't have a ring. just kind of like shrugging and i was like "Ooh, time to go yeah 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 <laughs> like no thank you uh-huh so yeah, he's like sometimes they're like indicating yeah because i was like this you know like ring ding 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 he's like, like tap, no ring. ring oh you like literally did that yeah i've done that before because at like, a restaurant people, like people at a bar. hit on you and like keep trying to hit on you i don't like, i did the on the air um i was flying home and it should be again a sexy black guy i think there's <laughs> ah! sitting next to me and he i woke up i was sleeping and he's like hi sleeping beauty like well like and he was like whatever and um no shot you were like you were like no no i wasn't no, i actually decided i no I, I actually he, i didn't do this but i was talking with my hands like i always do yeah like flash, and flash. he was like Got gotcha it. and i was like okay and i put my headphones back in okay no but i, I legit that. pointed because like we were across the room and he was like cat calling and i was with a group of girls so we didn't know who he was talking to so we're like all pointing and finally <laughs> landed on me, and I was like, oh. And he's like, yeah, like nodding. And I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah. And he's like, I don't have one, so what's up? Yeah, like, I And don't I'm care. like, this should be an SD, bro. This is a group contingency. I mean, contingency. S- S- Delta. S- Delta. No SD. This is an interdependent <laughs> group contingency. We both have to not have one. So, oh. Bam. Okay, bring it, ending it on a note. You know me, anyway. the behavioral robot coming in hot. Did you write them all down? Now I have them all in here. But, guys, that's all we have for you today. I think we wrapped this one up. Great one. Yeah. yeah. Wrap it up. It's perfect. One hour. Do what makes you confident. Yep. Rock out with a confident cock out, you know? There you go. All right. <laughs> Big energy. D. Yep. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. You know where you can find us. You can find us on Instagram, at Behavior Riches Podcast, on Facebook, at Behavior Riches Podcast, 
our website, behaviorbitches.com. Always reach out with a topic, a cool guest. If you're a cool guest, if you have a topic, if you want to send us love. But you could also always leave us love on the Apple Podcast. Yeah, app. do. We live for five-star reviews. Please, you don't want me to have to write them anymore for myself. Sad. <laughs> so put that in. Sad. All right. Go check us out. Leave us love. Thanks for coming on today, Nicole. We'll be back for more Office Talk. And as always, love ya. Mean it. Mwah. This show was produced by Pretty Easy Podcasts and made possible by listeners like you. If you ever thought of doing your own podcast, please visit prettyeasypodcast.com.